and sit down. Welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Oh, I want to talk to you about art today. Go figure. An artist wants to talk about art. That's crazy. Massive headlines. Um, Yeah, no, not really shocking there. But art was in the news um, for once. I'm not just bringing it up randomly because I'm an artist. So it was actually in the news and... Uh, from someone you've all definitely heard of, and probably most of you actually really like a lot, uh, Seth Rogen had, uh, he was asked again recently about cancel culture, and um, he made an interesting uh, statement. He said that he thought that people didn't find um, art to be useful, and therefore, you know, quickly disposed of it, and, you know, that's not his whole quote but that's essentially what he was getting at he was saying that you know things that people find useful tend to um, find a way to stick around Um, um, it's a problematic quote Um, I don't think it's true Um, I know that you know as we live uh, through um, this kind of rather depressing time people tend to take things you know rather seriously and um, it's understandable for an artist to feel that way, I suppose, um, to feel as if, uh, they have been, um, forgotten or something because, uh, you know, maybe people don't watch their films anymore or something, or they just, you know, have friends who, you know, are going through that, like their, their art isn't resonating anymore. Um, but it's not that, uh, art has no use, uh, and art has persisted, which is one of the reasons I, I found the, the comment weird and strange is that art has always been around and will always be around. I mean, in the old days before film, we had the theater, the stage, and, um, you know, before that we had outdoor theaters, amphitheaters is what they were called, and before that we had, um, you know, just a kind of passion plays and People would go from town to town and kind of perform stuff out of the Bible. And even before that, um, we had uh, various uh, tribal rituals, uh, religious ceremonies. Um, all of this is art. Um, it really is. It's, it's very creative. Uh, you know, you have storytelling. Um, uh, so, I mean, it's not as if art isn't useful. It's, it's a universal way for human beings to communicate. Um, the thing about art is that it has to be good and, you know, I, I, (laughs) it's, it's kind of difficult to, for, I think a lot of people to, to realize that and like, you have to kind of test the waters and in order to find out what, what is being accepted at the current time when you create, I'm a creator, um, I definitely, um, have struggled as a creator, but I've never blamed the audience. I don't know um, if you've noticed that by now, if you listen to this show, but I always say it's not the audience's fault that they don't like what you're doing. Um, I'll never forget. I saw this uh, performance at the Apollo one time and it was, a uh, you know, forgive me if I told this story before, but you know, 
it happens but um i think it's still pretty relevant so it was uh richard Pryor's son was performing at the apollo and you know he really wasn't doing that great he was kind of making lame-ass jokes to be frank i mean they just weren't that funny and um you know people kind of started razzing him a little bit and then after a while he said hey show some respect and then they really started booing like boo get off the stage boo because it's not really your job as an artist to inform the audience member you're there as their vehicle you're there to communicate what they want you to communicate that's just how it is that's that's how you get fans in the first place is that you did a piece of art that resonated with them and that they thought that they could use to tell their story too because you're a storyteller and so is everyone else and so when you see an artist you're really envisioning yourself through that art um as as the storyteller as the painter as the and and you compare and contrast to what you would do differently and what you wouldn't do differently and uh, what pleases you what may not what you would add what you would take away that's because we're all creators and we all really participate in the creative process together audience and artist because the audience informs the artist what to create artists love to talk about how original they are and that's fine you know i you know everyone's original in a sense because we're all different so you could talk about your individuality we all create art we all create art and um there's nothing wrong with that and we can um join in the experience together and share that together and as an artist um it's my job i believe to convey your message too not just mine um and we share that um i don't know that a lot of artists um approach it that way i think that a lot of artists approach it in a way that is um very selfish and they think it's just about them. And so they're the ones who are promoting this cancel culture crap, to be completely honest. And I understand that they have their fans very riled up about it, too. But, I mean, I, you know, it's not just about the performer. It's not just about the painter. You're contributing to the society when you create art. And you have to go with what the people want. Um, especially when you, you know, you're in a democracy and you're supposed to be reflecting, um, kind of when you're an artist, the political views of the populace, um, you know, if you try to instill something in that populace with your message that doesn't resonate with them and it's not their message, I mean, they're going to fight back and they're going to have things to say and they're going to have negative comments. And the way that to avoid that obviously is to give them what they want. <laughs> Now, I don't want to make it sound like that's all you should ever do as an artist. You shouldn't challenge things. And you have every right to challenge things as an artist. Challenge all you want. You know, you don't want to give the people what they want, then don't. Go out, go out there and act disrespectful. Some people get away with it. You know, some people, you know, are have kind of a charisma about them to where they can say anything they like. And, you know, they can be accepted by all kinds of people and say all kinds of shocking things and be accepted for a time people have that power but you know then people age and they don't resonate with the younger people as 
much as their generation. And so their generation of fans sticks around, but the new ones don't come in. And this is where we get this idea of cancel culture from. It's an anti-youth statement. It's, oh, you young whippersnappers and your preferences, you you different people and your, you know, likes and dislikes. But they have the right to like and dislike the things that they pay for. And that's what I don't get. That's what I don't understand. Why are people so upset about that? Why can't they pay for what they like? I don't see anything wrong with that, and I don't understand why there must be this kind of nagging sense of urgency when it comes to preventing shows from being canceled, or even, you know, people don't care for certain stand-up comedians. Or so what? It's, it's their right. It's their money. And if we want to um, prevent that as artists, then it's our job to keep bringing you new content, um that's what more content talk is all about is you know we know you get bored we know you don't want to see the same thing all the time we try new things we you know not all of our shows are the same uh, we try different formats we we try different videos we try different logos we try to i mean so much idea making that goes into things like marketing and you know creation of art and marketing is an art <laughs> you know there's a lot of artistic elements that go into things like marketing and that that's a huge part of um, entertainment today is marketing. And so even within the advertisement, there's still art. But then on the other side of that, when things become too commercialized, they become very impersonal. And so when you have an entity that you think is the penultimate entity, and it's a very wealthy, wealthy entity like Hollywood or like, I don't know, say like art curators or whatever it may be, museums, it becomes very difficult for talented people who don't have access to the connections and the money that it takes to get involved in these organizations to access them. And so many of them never make it. Many of some of the most talented people will never make it simply because they don't have the private school connections or, you know, they didn't grow up in L.A. or, you know, they they didn't meet the right person at the right time. And so you never go anywhere and you end up seeing a lot of the same junk over and over again and it gets boring and people don't like it. And so when you become that big of an organization that you're, you know, you, you know, people are afraid to approach you almost. It's like, you know, you think about going to audition for Hollywood and Broadway and all these places and you don't feel comfortable. You know, they don't make people feel welcome. They, it, It's almost... They should hang a big sign on the Hollywood sign that said, actors, please don't apply. Don't come here because it's like they don't want us. And the same thing with Broadway, you know, that's a very dry, stale, big organization, too, that likes to act like it's so different. But their casting practices are just as bad and they don't let new people in either. And um, so you have a lot of a lot of people with a bunch of money complaining because people won't consume their art but the people who they want to consume their art are looking for something a little different and um you can get on social media now so why bother with the art so it's not that art isn't useful because there's art beautiful art all over social media instagram twitter um you you can see you know great artistic renditions drawings 
it's all over the computer. It's all over Quora. It's all over, I mean, Pinterest, you know, everywhere you go, Pinterest, you go, you see these lovely artistic projects. And I know, yeah, people like to make fun of it. I've made fun of it in the past, but it's art nonetheless. And so to, I think it was a little silly of, of Seth Rogen. And don't get me wrong, you know, I have no problem with the guy. And he said a lot of other right stuff. But I don't think he was on the mark with this one. I think that art is transitioning into um, different modes. And the only reason art ever does that is because it becomes too expensive to create art for poor people and you know what poor people go through struggle and from struggle comes some of the best art and it's just that simple and so we had to create new ways to care about art not because we wanted to not because we hated things like film or the stage or anything like that but because as uh millennials and gen zers or what have you and even you know some boomers and gen xers now because they're poor too we can't afford to create art in for Hollywood and Broadway because the standards are so ridiculously high. You know, you need to buy like a, a $10,000 camera or have the best editing equipment. And we can't do that. We don't have that money. So we found a way around it and we went online and we went underground where it's more acceptable for your videos to be a little less on point. Not that they're shit, but you know, the expectations, um, the fans are nicer. They're more understanding. Um, they understand when you don't get the video out exactly on time. Uh, they understand when there's not the beautiful introduction right away. Maybe it takes you, you know, a few months to get that um, underway. Or maybe you're, you're going through a transition with your podcast, but your fans remain with you. They stick with you. And so... Um, Art is still useful. It's still informing people. People love art still to this day. They just want art the way they want it. And it's time for artists to start learning how to be more useful to people, not the other way around. All right, everyone. Um, thank you all for tuning in to More Content Talk. You can find us online at More Content Talk on YouTube, Instagram, as well as TikTok. And you can also follow us at more underscore content PLS on Twitter. All right, everyone. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day, evening, afternoon, siesta, fiesta, downtime, chill time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Farewell, folks. I'm <laughs> sorry.